What's going on, Starfire Nation? Happy Monday to everybody out there. I know that we didn't come in on Friday because, well, we didn't have school or Thursday. Yeah. So um, we'll just start you off with what's going on early on this week. We still have an episode coming out this Friday. That is if we're at school. If we're not, then it'll probably get released Monday or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, today is the band festival. Um, that's where Belmont and Southern Wells just going to play some band stuff together. Yeah, concert tonight with them. Concert tonight? What time? Um, I should know this because I'm in band, but yeah, uh, probably around six or seven. That's what I figured. So if you guys figure out what time it is, you may as well want to head out there. Maybe some good stuff going on. I'm sure it's going to be some good music. And uh, also tonight, it's a reschedule from last Friday or Saturday, I think, is boys basketball against Parkway. It's in the Stardome tonight. Get excited. It's at 7. You guys better be there. Mm-hmm. Especially as a reschedule. Yeah, it's a definitely. Monday night game. I mean, how much how much better can it get? I mean, those Monday blues, you can really raise them up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then also, uh, we have regional wrestling this Saturday, uh, 9 a.m. We have AJ Dahl, Christian Somerset, and Silas Loshi all go in the regional. Oh, yeah. Or they win regional. They won regional. They won regional. They're going to semi-state. They're going, they're going to semi-state. Holy crap. Yeah. That's amazing. So congrats to those guys for even advancing that far. But oh, yeah. I'd just like to see you guys go to state and... A little more sad news. Girls basketball lost to Bluffton in the sectional semifinals last Friday. And it was a heartbreaker. Overtime game. Uh, we got to stay in it with a missed buzzer beater layup wide open from Bluffton. It was very sad to see for them. But it was also sad for us when we couldn't pull away in the end. But congratulations to Lydia Loshi on a great career she had here. Good leader these past couple years. And it's a great all-around teammate to all the girls, and yeah, and we just we just recently interviewed her, yes. so yeah. But uh, congratulations for their season so far. I know that they really did well. They had a lot of upsets over the over this this past year. I mean, from what I've heard, it was they had quite an exciting season. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'll take you guys into the next segment. Okay, I'm here with Miss Smith. First off, congratulations last week on yeah. that. Oh, uh, thank I mean, you so much. <laughs> All right, so we'll just start it off. Um, what? Who are you? Just give us a rundown of who you are. Okay. Um, I'm a graduate from South Adams um, a couple years ago. Actually, more like eight years ago. But um, originally from Bern, uh, went to Manchester University for college and started out wanting to do pharmacy switched over to do teaching um, and then got a job at Manchester High School, was there for about two and a half years. And then this job popped up at South Adams and now I'm here. So i um, super excited about that. But yeah, that's just a little yeah. bit about me. We're glad to have you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so you went to school here at South Adams. So while you're here, who was your favorite teacher? Oh boy. Um... Like back in high school or like now? Back, back in high school. Back in high school. Um, a lot of the teachers that are still here, I had in high school. Um, so I hung out a lot in Kevin McClung's class. Um, so I was in there quite a bit. Um, Grant Mosier was just kind of starting out when I started here or when I was here. So, um, but yeah, I would say Kevin McClung would be the one that I kind of hung out with quite a bit. Jesse O'Dell was good too. Yeah. All right. So, um, 
Why did you choose to become a teacher? Um, well, I really love chemistry. And so that's kind of my focus that I went into and then decided I didn't want to do that pharmacy program and decided I needed to do something. And so I decided teaching. I love kids. Can't work with the little ones like in elementary school. So I was yeah. like, high schoolers totally could do that. Working with youth and different things like that. So love hanging out with you guys. You guys are fun. So thank you. And so, uh, You've been given some good advice before, and we have a lot of students listening, so what's some good advice you'd give them? Some good advice. I would say just do the work. Work hard. I mean, that's all a teacher expects from you. Put in some effort, and we're going to pass you. You're going to be good. So, I mean, all you need to do is just show them that you're trying, and you're good. So, <laughs> Awesome. So uh, do you have any hobbies, like besides chemistry and teaching? Do you just lay under the desk after school and eat animal crackers. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, yes. Um, I'm a big Netflix person, so I could pretty much recommend any show on Netflix for you, but I love rollerblading in the summer. Um, I used to lifeguard at the pool with Mr. Mosier and I would rollerblade every day. He would make fun of me, but that's okay. Yeah. And, uh, I love photography, um, going out and taking pictures, people, um, nature, all that type of stuff. So, yeah. 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 Uh, so what's your favorite like band or what's your favorite song from that band? Okay. Um, I'm a big fan of the Jonas brothers. So glad they came back. I know that's a really like girly thing to say. Um, Thomas Rhett is also a big one of mine. Um, I've gotten into country, so I'm a big fan of his. So any song of his, so Mr. Yeah. Mosier said that uh, if you didn't say Gabe Bailey and rock, oh. yeah. <laughs> I probably should have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, we'll end it off. What's your favorite movie since you say you're into Netflix? Uh, yeah. Um, my favorite movie is an old movie and it's going to sound bad. Dirty dancing. If you've ever wow. heard of it. Yeah. So, uh, I love dancing and it's just a good movie. Patrick Swayze, always a good guy. So, um, but that's my favorite movie. So awesome. Well, yeah. thank you for coming in. Thank you. Yeah, it was great. Yep. Are you thirsty? Hungry? In the red corner, we have the lightweight, rainy, expensive, and bland champion of the world, fast food coffee. And in the blue corner, we have the challenger, the new and improved affordable and delicious coffee made with natural blends, the filling station. Let's get ready to rumble. Ooh, and fast food gets hit with the left hook of cheap prices and a right of natural blends and delicious tastes. Yikes, the filling station gets hit with artificial ingredients and lies about the product developments. The filling station gets back up and absolutely rocks fast food world with a huge jab of family-friendly and Christian environment. And down goes fast food. And there you have it, folks. The champion is down and out. The filling station has earned the title of Burns' most popular coffee spot. And let's hear it for our new champion. I would like to thank the community and all the support I've had since coming here to Burn. If you are looking for affordable prices while still being able to taste the best food in this area, then I'm the place to be at. I love you all. All right, I'm here with the Machine Trades boys. How's it feel to be here? Pretty good, I guess. Yeah, pretty good. I'm here with Austin McKibben and Landon 
aka Lenny Linwell. Um, Lenny, give us a little intro about yourself. Okay. Um, well, I got in some Twitter beef the other day with somebody from Bluffton, and she called me Twitch, so that was pretty cool. Hey. Um, I I have it in my bio that I Twitch, mm-hmm. right? But that's because of Twitch streaming services, not because of my neurological disorder. Okay. <laughs> McGibbon, um, give us an intro. I'm not exactly. I don't have a neurological disability like Lenny, so I guess I'm not as cool, but <laughs> just just here. Just here? All right. So I'll ask Austin, what is machine trades? Uh, machine trades is like you just make uh, anything you'd need, but it's... It's out of metal, so we're using like raw stock metal, which is basically just, it comes in bar or uh, round, and we just put it in machines, and we basically just make parts and projects and stuff. Nice. So, Lenny, on a day-to-day basis, what are you guys doing there? Uh, We're all kind of in different spots right now. Um, Some of us are way ahead. Some of us are kind of behind. I guess you're behind probably, (laughs) be my assumption. (laughs) Unfortunately, yes. Um, Right now, I am working on my crankshaft support, and that's just like a part of the engine that we're making. Uh, A few of the guys have already finished their engines, and they look pretty cool. So Nice. So um, when you guys are down there, how many periods a day takes up does machine trades take up uh we go to lunch early and then as soon as we eat lunch uh we head down to machine trades so it starts at 12 30 and then it goes to the end of the day to the end of the day all right so austin i know that um that machine trades is a it's a pretty well-paying job do you guys get certified in anything yeah, we get uh, certifications from NIMS, which is like the National Labor Association type thing. Mm-hmm. We take tests, like that's our finals. We take these tests, and it's like basically kind of like I-step. It's on the computer. Yeah. And then you get certified in certain aspects of machining. Basically. Oh. So you can go out right after high school and get a job yeah, with your pretty certification. Good, pretty good paying job. Yeah. Awesome. So you guys have regionals coming up here soon. Tell me a little bit about that. Okay, so Skills USA is um, it's an organization kind of like FFA or BPA where um, we get together with a bunch of people from around the state, in this case, or from around the region, and we have a competition to see who would be uh, the best at programming and machining. Um, it's uh, Skills USA is like... BPA and FFA, but it's for the technical side of everything. So like tech schools will be there and they'll give out scholarships and stuff like that. Yeah. I know that's really popular in Kentucky. We have a really strong welding program down there in Boyd County because those country boys, they like to weld (laughs) anyways. So, um, we'll just finish it off. Do you guys have any shout out to auger? Yeah. (laughs) True, true country boy. I don't know. He's more Southern than me and I lived down there for two years. It kind of makes me a little bad about myself but um do you guys have any uh, funny stories about machine trades any uh, certain ones that you guys want to share to the broad audience of south adams okay so uh last year um this year we're in our second year and austin's in his third year so we go at the end of the day but last year since it was 
um, our first year, Kibby's second year, he was at the end of the day already. Mm-hmm. Um, we were at the beginning of the day. And so uh, there was two classes at the beginning of the day, um, first and second period, and then third and fourth period. Uh, I had first and second period, but Gabe Kruchko had third and fourth period. <laughs> and um, uh, we we went to school one day, you know, it was a normal day. And then the next day we came into Machine Trades and Mr. Daly was like, okay, we're going to have a little discussion about uh, shop safety. <laughs> and <laughs> we were like, okay, something must have happened yesterday. And he said, one of the students, he, I'm not going to name names. We all knew instantly. <laughs> he said... Uh, set a shop rag on fire and we were like hmm <laughs> he was at the bench he was at what was it not the, not the bench grinder the the surface grinder. surface grinder thank you he was at the surface grinder and he set an oily rag right in right in the path of all of the sparks <laughs> and it just caught on fire and uh, a couple of the guys from his class said that he didn't know what to do so he just kind of stood there for a little bit <laughs> And then he went and got Mr. Daly, and Mr. Daly just took the rag off and stomped it out like it was nothing, no big deal. <laughs> yeah. Man, is Cruch still in machine trades? He pursuing that career? I don't believe so. Oh, oh that's surprising. Anyways, we'll end it on that note. Thank you guys for coming in. Uh, no problem. Yeah. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you. All right, so for this week's Topic Box, you guys chose sports, so I'm here with uh, Warner, Timmy D, and Stu. They're going to talk about the great debate between who's better, Michael Jordan or LeBron James. Thank you guys for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So I guess we'll start it off with uh, Stutz's side. What do you have to say? Because you're on Michael Jordan's side, correct? I'm on both of them, actually. Oh, you're on both? Yeah. Oh, my. Timmy? I'm on Michael Jordan's. LeBron all the way. All right. So uh, I guess we'll start off with LeBron. Why is he the best player of all time? Well, I mean... Of the 2010s era, he's probably the most dominant player in a new informed, new reformed uh, basketball where, like, skills matter more, and it's just not pure athleticism. Mm. Timmy, what do you have to say about that? Um, Jordan, he took over the 90s. He was 14-time All-Star and five-time MVP of the league, so I think he's still the best. Still the best, yeah. even to the day. Um, Stu? Well, going by championships and rings, I'd have to go with Jordan because he has six rings to LeBron's three. LeBron made seven in a row. Finals appearances with not as much help. But he's three for nine. With not as much help and facing one of the greatest teams to ever see the NBA at the 2007 Spurs. That's only one time. Saw the Spurs twice. Now, on my from my point of view, I look back at both of these players and I see um, I'm more leaning towards Jordan. I don't really think LeBron's that great of a player. Um, when I think back to the 90s, I know that things and regulations are different now, but Jordan, I feel like he could go on a team by himself and dominate the NBA at the time. I think that LeBron, as you can tell by his first year at the Lakers, Things didn't go so great, and he even had some all-star players with him, and he still couldn't really pull it out of the bag. I think that LeBron does very well when he works with a team of like a couple of guys, like when he was at Miami or when he was with Kyrie Irving in Cleveland. But I think that him as a player alone, I don't think that he's that great. Well, I mean, in 2017, probably 
one of the most dominant seasons an uh, NBA player has ever seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the 2017 finals, he averaged 34 points, 12 rebounds, and 10 assists, and he had zero help. I mean, the J.R. Smith that also didn't know the score of the game whenever it mattered most. Yeah. Well, Timmy, what do you have to say to that? Um, not much, because it does sound pretty true. But through all of Jordan's years, he averaged 30, 30.1 points a game, and not just in the finals. That's through all his years. Well, I mean, LeBron isn't a score-first type of player. He's a very good passer. In my opinion, the greatest passer, along with Larry Bird, probably. <laughs> greatest passer? Greatest passer You're not going to throw my man John Stockton into there? You could. Greatest assist leader of all time? Assists don't matter as much as, I don't know, just creating for your teammates. I mean, assists is just a number, but, like, the passes he makes, like going full force to the basket, turning around, seeing a wide-open three-point shooter, and stopping in his tracks, just hitting him on a perfect pass. I don't know. I I think that Jordan also had some of that magic in the 90s with, uh, I mean, he had Scottie Pippen, which was, that was just a dynamic duo, and Dennis Rodman eventually came on to the Bulls. And those three, I think, just dominated the league. I think Jordan still over, like he still overshadowed them, in the fact that like he's, you know, one of the greatest players Points of all wise, time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at the same time, I just think that he was more he was more about the team, but he was also super good individually. And I think that LeBron, it, from what I've seen him playing, it just seems like he's more about himself. I think that he's he holds the ball more to himself than Jordan did. Okay, I'm going to go on LeBron's side this time. Mm-hmm. And uh, going back to the 2016 finals, um, they're down 3-1 to the Warriors, right? Yep. LeBron single-handedly came back and brought that team back into it and brought them into the win to win the finals. If and I remember right, drought. he did have like 45 points. And the uh, infamous mm-hmm. uh, block in game, yeah. against Iguodala. Mm-hmm. I think when it comes down to it, I think that um, overall, I think that LeBron, I think where he shines the most is more defensively. I know that he's a great shooter and all that kind of stuff. That's where I think that the debate really comes into play with Michael Jordan. He was super good offensively. I think that Michael Jordan, I think that's a pretty easy point to say that Michael Jordan was a better shooter and a better on offense. But I think that LeBron is a better defensive player than Michael Jordan. But Timmy's shaking his head over here. So what do you have to say about that, Timmy? Uh, Jordan got nine-time all-defensive team in the NBA. Mm -hmm. That's player voted. (laughs) Player voted. And? No, I mean, uh, yeah. And, well, not player voted. I meant, like, the fan voted, fan voted. And LeBron in the 2016 finals averaged 2.3 blocks per game. That's cool. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So I guess we'll end it off on this. Do you guys have any closing remarks as to why your player is the best? Well, um, as I said before, LeBron's the most, probably had the best decade ever, in my opinion, like of just play-wise making seven straight finals. That's unheard of. Plus the players and teams that he's been on, they've been changed so much. And like he'd had, he's had to adapt and play with not Hall of Fame type players like Michael Jordan has with Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, and so he's just overcame more 
than Michael Jordan has. Timmy? Still three rings short. (laughs) Yeah, what about Kobe? Where does he fall within those two? He's up there with him. For sure. For sure. Yeah, for sure. He's in the argument. I mean, there's so many players you can bring into the argument. Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. They're all just dominant players dominating the league at the time. It's all in different decades. But in my opinion, I know it was rough back in the day. But, like, nowadays it's just skills, like, more skills than talent and just not pure athleticism. Well, Stu, do you want to end us out on any remarks that you would have? Honestly, they're probably the two uh, the two top dogs, I'd say, to ever go through the league. LeBron, probably one of the greatest athletes of all time. Yes. Um, he's just a tank. He's built different. Jordan, he like they said, he's a stud on offense. I don't know if he's as much of an athlete as LeBron is. You can take LeBron and put him in probably three or four different sports, and he'll still go to the professional league about it. Like NFL, he could have played at Ohio State, but he turned it down to go to the pro, um, to go to NBA. Like Jordan didn't do that. Jordan went to baseball for a year. True, he did. But that was and only I'm for pretty a year. sure he does professional golf. I think he goes out and he does. There's golf a isn't really a. <laughs> it's a skill sport. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll end it on that. Thank you guys for coming in. No problem. Thanks Thank for having you. us. All right. All right, we have a new segment here. Roby is with us, joining us. He's our, he's like our news guy. He's kind mm-hmm. of like our, our meteorologist. meteorologist weather guy. Weather guy, Roby. Um, so for this next week, I know that this is getting released on Monday. So this Monday through this Friday, cancellations, delays, any of that kind of stuff. What are you thinking? Um, Monday and Tuesday, mid thirties, so nothing much. Uh, Wednesday, we should be fine. Uh, Wednesday night into Thursday is when our weather's coming in right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, maps are kind of split a little bit, but, uh, we're looking at either a mix or snow. Mm. Uh, I'm thinking at least a winter weather advisory Wednesday night into Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, so high odds of a delay, at least on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it's going to get brutally cold for a couple of days. Yeah. Um, like below minus 10 windshield by Friday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's be a low chance of a delay on Friday from the snow and the ice from Wednesday night into Thursday. Is there supposed to be snow all through Thursday or is it just No, Thursday it should be wrapping up just by noon. All right. Okay. Well, you guys heard it here. Roby has it. Thank you, Roby. You bet. <laughs>